1: We're going to get into this Robert Sala report in a moment. Do it. Brought to you by Slomans and Infinity.com. Jets coming off a ginormous win yesterday. Coach Sala, Michael is off on a boat with baseball fans. It's yes. Peter
2: and Don. How are you? I'm, I'm beginning to realize he only comes when we lose.
1: Yeah, yeah. Isn't that true? It's like he relishes. <laughs> it's like he enjoys the moment. It's it's strange. Um, uh, coach, hope you're having a good start to the holiday season, I, and certainly yesterday was a good start. Uh, first thing I got to know, did was Zach just more comfortable, like the pressure was off yesterday because what else bad could happen? Or did you guys craft uh, the playbook for his skill set a bit more yesterday or some combination of both?
2: You know, I, I I do feel like he played with a lot more freedom. Uh, he he was very fast, he was very decisive. Um you know, there was uh you know, from a from a conceptual standpoint, uh being able to cancel out routes based on the coverage he was getting and getting it to breeze as quickly as 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 quick as he did. Um, you know, there there's a lot of oh crap moments mm-hmm. that uh requires the quarterback to just do something out of the ordinary and he was his percentage on those plays was really really high um again i I thought he was he played a really 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 good freaking football game and when you can when you can convert third downs and and the way he was converting a lot of them i mean giving a 50 50 ball to Conk, going off schedule to garrett um completing drive routes i mean he uh getting a a check down with a free runner in his face uh, to breeze for a first down there's a lot of different occasions where he was able to create uh by either being fast or giving his guys a chance to make a play it extended drives and when you can extend drives and have more first and second down opportunities you can you, you know the play caller can get into his playbook a little bit more and into the bag if you will and uh And started doing all the all the fun stuff that these guys design, and you know, obviously we've been really really bad on third down this year. But Mm -hmm. yesterday we were a lot better, and it opened up opportunities for everybody. and And uh, it all started with Zach just being outstanding in situational football.
0: Now maybe you saw it differently because you're on the sidelines, and I'm watching on television. But the one throw in the second half on that third and fifteen to Garrett where he's throwing across his body, throwing in the middle of the field. I'm like, oh, this is going to get picked off. (laughs) And and there he is, open, makes the catch. Like I don't know if that's a throw, A, he makes a month ago, or B, whether if he did did throw it a month ago, it would get picked off. But that play, to me, looked way different than anything I've seen from him all year.
2: No, for sure. Uh, you know, I'll also tell you if you go and when you get the all twenty-two, the the one that I challenged, I ended up losing the challenge with Garrett on the sideline. Mm-hmm. The throw, the throw he, the throw he made there. Oh, that was, was that was great. It, it was disgusting, uh, and uh, it was just an inch off. But um, but you know, he's he, no one, no one will deny his talent, and he, nobody will. He is uh is he's, he's, he's an uber talented young man. It's just. Uh, you know piecing it together and and playing fast like i've said and and taking advantage when the defense taking advantage of what the defense gives you and um you know like we said, just just play loose let it rip it uh, doesn't mean be be uh, careless it just means just trust what your eyes see and play fast and uh, and I thought he did that yesterday
1: uh, yeah, the two plays that really made me go wow were the the one to Wilson on the sideline that didn't count as you just said and and uh the one to Ruckert. Where he he went through his progressions, and then that he he really I was like, oh now I'm seeing what people obviously have always seen in Zach this physical talent so are are we able to like pinpoint what it is coach that is tough on him I mean you said moving quickly and and being able to get through things, but like what is sort of the mental block that makes it not always feel like yesterday
2: um you know, that's a good question. I think I think it's all. I, I know it's, it's going to be. Uh, it, it, it all goes with confidence and uh, just having having faith that it's. You know, there's there is that fine line of aggression, right, and and, uh, and recklessness. And I felt like he was smart with where he was aggressive, and you know, like the ball, the the two two of the throws that he threw to Conklin, those are aggressive football plays. That's not careless. And Conklin goes up and makes it work. He threw he threw one to his left uh, uh, to Garrett. That's an aggressive football play. That's not careless. Uh, and you know, so I feel like he was very calculated. Um, I felt like he was very comfortable in the pocket and very decisive. Uh, you know, a couple of plays. Uh, you know, and on, on some of the on the, some of the checkdowns that he took. You know, and. In previous weeks, it's been try to extend to make plays again. A lot of guys pressing, try to extend to make a play when really just shoot, just give it to Brees, give it to Dub, and whoever's in the in the flat and let them go make a guy miss and bust one for twenty. And um, you know, it was just kind of working for everybody and uh, and for him. Like I said, he was he was playing very very fast uh, yesterday and and being being aggressive when the opportunity presented itself.
0: So how much did the play calling change from this game to the last one he started, if at all?
2: Uh, it's just, like I said, it was just more opportunity. You know, when you're converting third downs, you can create your normal ball situation when you're, when you're, when you have a lead or if you're within a score, you know, it's a zero, zero game for the most part. We have a seven, nothing lead. You can play more, um, Of the indecision game, for the uh, instead of having to sit there and eleven personnel drop back all the time because you're trailing or you're playing catch up like we have been the last few weeks, you can play your normal base defenses. You can you can get into the bag of tricks that you uh, that you schemed up throughout the course of the week because you're getting added plays. And uh, and I think that's where you know it's typical when you lose it's they didn't run enough. Well, it's because you're throwing the ball over the place. And when you win, it's God, there was great balance. 'Cause you're trying to run the clock out. And uh but I thought Hackett did a great job. He stayed aggressive. Um he did a great job mixing up, got a got a, got a couple of reverses in there, some screens, some shots, uh did a good job did a good job in the run game, especially in the second half. So two needs to be had and uh and again we uh I thought I thought everyone was on their game.
0: So
1: what game is haunting you the most as you sit at five and eight? and you could so easily be at six and seven and having a real playoff conversation, which of those losses is the one that you go that I I wish we could have just gotten that one right there.
2: Uh, there's a lot of, I I feel like all eight of them are haunting. Um, (laughs) but you go through it and, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like we had, we had opportunities. We had opportunities against new England. Um, to, to win that football game. We had opportunities against Atlanta last week. We had opportunities against Vegas, uh driving to, to take the lead. Um, had opportunities against Kansas City. Uh it didn't quite work out. But um, you know, we've had our opportunities. Um, obviously, you know, it didn't work out in those situations. It worked out yesterday. And uh you know, we just gotta focus on the moment and focus moving forward and seeing how we can keep trying to string together wins and See
0: what happens. Yeah, see, that's why I, I look at that game and I, and I say, why is this happening? You know, why is Hackett being more aggressive? Why is it working all of a sudden now? And in the conversation that we had earlier in the season, Coach, I don't know if you remember where I said it, feels like he flourishes when nobody expects anything to do anything, right? Like Zach's getting his job back again, the season's over, and he flourishes. Lose uh, The Bills, you lose your starting quarterback, he comes in. Oh, you're down 17 nothing against Kansas City, comes back. Like, so how much of the maybe the pressure being off or you're allowed to be aggressive because of the situation you are in the season lends into him feeling more comfortable and playing at his best? And can we see that when there's a pressured pack situation, when there are things expected from him?
2: You know, Tam. Um, okay, hopefully, I don't lose you guys on this one. But oh, uh, no, no, you got I've always, You know, there, there, there's two. There's two types of uh, of people when it comes to competition, and uh, and it doesn't mean you're built this way. It's just you can fall into one of these categories by accident. And mm-hmm. it's, there's there are those there there's this, there's individuals who want to be the reason why you've won, and then there's individuals who don't want to be the reason why you've lost and it's a, it's a mentality it 's a confidence there's there 's a confidence thing, and Zach is very confident he 's a very confident individual and um, and it, and I felt it when when he walked into my office to start the week and said, "I want the ball, I want to play and that 's the mentality of a guy who wants to be the reason why we win football games, and I think it reflected in his play you know and um and just being confident that he can be that guy he can be a guy that elevates the people around him he can be a guy um that can that can take nothing and make it something which he did on many occasions yesterday and uh and you know that's the quarterback position it's for whether it's fair or unfair you know it's it's why they get paid the most money out of any any position they're 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 an important group it's the most important position on the field and I felt like and I think I speak for everyone he he went into the game with a mindset to go win it and uh and he was like I said, he was very, very smart. He wasn't reckless on any occasion. He was just extremely smart and aggressive when he could be. And uh, and because of it, we were able to stay in rhythm. We were able to string together plays, which we haven't been able to do. Uh, drives, we had ten, a 10-play ten scoring drive. We had eight-play scoring drives. Just things that we have not been able to do. And uh, and a lot of that credit has to, has to do with him um, making things work.
0: And, and, and as unfair as this sounds, Coach, now go out and do it again.
2: That's right. right. That's, that's so. Con, con, consistency is the truest measure of performance, right. both good and bad, and uh, and you know, hopefully, he can. I um, uh, got confidence in him too. He's, you know, go do it again and and just keep doing it over and over and over again, and uh, and let's see what happens.
1: So, in my constant quest to understand exactly what you've been saying about Zach Wilson for the last two years, I'm now here's where I'm at. Because you've talked about confidence a lot, but based on the example you just gave of the two kinds of people and how they handle competition, it sounds to me like you're saying it's not a confidence issue in Zach in that he doesn't have confidence, it's that at times he's overconfident in situations that he shouldn't be, and now he's maybe learning how to sort of measure his confidence and make the right decisions within that. Is that close to right? Wow, this
0: is
2: deep. Yeah, because Zach is a guy who thinks he can he, like every play is a play to make. You know, it's like kind of like Josh Allen. What hurts Josh Allen sometimes is that every single play is a play that he believes that he can make, and um, and sometimes the best play is the play that's readily available for you right in your Just sometimes the best play is no play and um and zach just finding that balance um when he does find that balance he plays really 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 well and uh and like i said yesterday he was um you know like i said getting the ball in the Brees' hands and giving guys 50 50 balls that they could go win on and uh i don't think he really put the ball in harm's way um at all and uh you know, you could look at it that way. I, I know he's got tremendous confidence in his ability, his arm talent, his ability to put the ball anywhere he wants, and uh, and because of it, he's um, he's ultra aggressive sometimes. But um, but yesterday, like I said, he struck an an awesome balance.
0: Now we have the Aaron Rodgers situation. There's still four more games left in the season. Uh, we were, we were asking the question to the callers and the listeners, Coach. I want to. I, I want to see more of Zach now. I, I want to see whether he can string that consistency together. Does that affect at all? When or if we see Aaron Rodgers, or is it just a case of if Aaron wants to play and he's able to play, he's going to play.
2: Uh, you know, I I don't have any answers for that because okay. there's still a, uh, I still need the doctor's note, right? He's as far as I'm concerned, he's just doing rehab. If he's progressed, if the doctors clear him to progress to something else, we'll have those discussions, but. I haven't I have no indication on whether or not he'll be cleared for anything. I know there was a lot of reports out there, but as far as um as far as our understanding is, is he's still part of rehab and until they, they deliver a different set of rules to me, it's we're progressing as normal.
1: Um coach, did you happen I know you had a busy day yesterday, did you happen to get a chance to see the end of the Kansas City Buffalo game? I did. What what were your thoughts? There, there seems to be like some level of controversy around this. To to Don and myself, it looked like it was clear that Tony was offsides, didn't check with the refs. I don't know what they're supposed to do. You, as a football guy, how did you process that?
2: Um. So when you you know just listening to Coach Reed's uh, uh, comments after the game, I understand. Um, because, like, for example, most of the time it doesn't happen on offense, but from a defensive standpoint, when one of our guys are aligning in the neutral zone, they give us a warning, and then we fix it, and then it's over. And if they do it again, they throw the flag. But usually they give us a, a warning that so-and-so is offside, get him back, or I'm going to have to flag him. Or, hey, your right tackle is lining up pretty deep, scoot him up, or we're going to have to flag him. You know, so those that communication usually happens very early in the game, okay. and then we have a chance to go fix it. Um, with that with regard to receiver alignment you know communication is always paramount because you know it's blade of grass like so that blade of grass can give if you imagine it can look like all 11 guys or 10 guys are on the line of scrimmage at times with with the way some of these guys line up and uh, but communication with the referee look at them let them know you're back you're off you're on hey am I good with the way I'm crowding the line Uh, so you look for that too so there's a lot of different things. I, I can't speak for what was happening in game, but, uh, um, it's unfortunate because that was a hell of a play that got negated for that. And, um, you know, it's a, uh, you know, I wouldn't look so much at the foul, but how it got to the foul and whether or not there was actual communication and all that stuff beforehand. So just, again, only thing that we ask for is consistency. Uh, the, re- the referees are human. They're going to miss stuff. It's really hard on them too, with all the different rules that they've got, uh, 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 call and uh and no, but um you're just looking for a level of consistency
0: so as a coach you wouldn 't be expected in that particular situation to uh, an official to let it go or to tell the wide receiver unprompted to get back on side
2: um yeah, it, the, you would first as a coach, you're always going to talk to your players first to make sure that they're communicating with, with right. the refs on on Hey, am I good? Am I because that is constant. They're all if you look at guys around the league, they're constantly communicating with the refs, um, looking over to make sure even on on like punt and field block and all that stuff. You're looking to the refs. Give them, give me a thumbs up that I'm good, so I don't have to. And they'll they'll tell you back up if you're if you're uh, offsides. Um, so you're always going to look to the player first to do it to communicate the proper way. But as a coach, you you also want communication in that regard. And if a, if a player is being a little too aggressive with a, with his alignments or he's aggressive with his hand usage, whatever it might be, just communicate before you throw something. Give us a chance to coach it before it becomes a problem.
1: Uh, coach, thank you so much for your time this week. Congrats, go get another one next
2: week. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Talk to you Appreciate next week. it, Coach.
1: There he is. That is the Robert Sala Report brought to you by Sloman. Slomans has low-price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices. For 100 years, Slomans has been a staple in home comfort. Call 866-OIL-DEAL and Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today.